Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hi, I'm Jackie Zabrowski. And I'm MJ. And I'm Holden from the Page 7 Podcast, and we're going on tour! That's right, we're touring all up in this mother-freaking country. I'm fake cursing someone ever, Jackie. Just say the filthy F-word already. And we will say the filthy F-word when we come to your town. That's right, we're coming to Texas, the Midwest, the Northeast, and then right back here in Cali, baby. For ticket links and more details, visit lastpodcastnetwork.com. That's right, lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hey! Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser present Release the Butthole Cut! Wait, that's really what we're calling the tour? Absolutely. Release the Butthole Cut. For more information, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Christmas spirit. Mm, sir, I want to buy these shoes uh. for my mama, please. Uh. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. That woman's gonna die. Side. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says it's not much time. She gone die. She's been sick for quite a while. Quite a while. And I know these shoes and make a smile. And I want her to look beautiful. If mama meets Jesus tonight. Where my dead mother's at? <laughs> Very inappropriate way to start the show. But you know what? It's all about the Christmas shoes. Gotta make sure that mama is tap. Tap, tap dancing into the afterlife for Christmas. Tap dance for Jesus, mommy. What do you think the Christmas shoes look like in your head? Do they have bells on them? Because I see these really gaudy, obscene oh, really? elf, yes. elf shoes. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, these, like, 100%. Bells all over them, very loud. Yes, yes. The, the, the shoes that belong to the Wicked Witch of the East, right? Yeah, yeah except but more holiday themed. Yeah, yeah, a little more. I'm honestly thinking of more of, remember the, uh, like the dance, like the actual like the dance shoes that you would wear for a dance class but like a theater dance class oh, like yeah. the one where there's like the big gap in the middle of it that's what I really so when I say mama's tap dancing for Jesus I right. kind of feel like They're mama does come shoes. and does a little soft shoe right. there's a little bit and of a soft dies. shoe and then dies <laughs> <laughs> and this is all in the same in your head cinematic universe as butterfly kisses right oh like, of course it all, oh, it's it the all same is people it's the same characters I you go ahead <laughs> try and tell me that new song did not sing Butterfly Kisses because isn't it all the same that 
same daddy that's yeah. telling the baby yes. that he's got to get the shoes for mommy yeah. is the, definitely the same daddy that is getting his eyeballs way too close to baby girl's eyeballs. Well, we got to replace mommy with something. I, I mean, mean oh, but wait, no. but the, the, <laughs> mommy was okay. So Christmas, this is what I always get hung up on with Christmas shoes. It is a, an adult child at the department store talking to the no, shoes. No, not an adult child. Like, his mom, he's his mom, right? Yes, like the you son. haven't seen the music video? MJ. M- Wait, hold on. MJ, we're just discovering this. You are completely unclear on the exact dynamic of the song that's been sung over and over. And on. How many years has this I song been a part of your life? I want to buy shoes for my mama. He's not an adult. He's a child child. He's a child. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. That doesn't really change things to me. You're telling okay, me that okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. You're telling me that a child, that makes yep. it worse, honestly, is alone at the department store <laughs> yes, on yes. Christmas. Yep. Yeah. While his mother is dying in the hospital. Yep. Rather than being at her bedside, yep. yes. he is harassing the retail worker yep. at the department store to what is even the what is even the conversation? If you want to buy the shoes, just buy them. Like why no, are we talking about? He, it? he doesn't have enough money. He yeah. goes up. He's all he's dirty from head to toe. <laughs> and he goes up and he's got these shoes and he takes out like two pence and he's just like. Oh uh, no! And so in the music video, which is horrible, <laughs> yeah. you see this physically dirty child holding the shoes and being like, "Oh no, not enough money!" And so the guy behind him in line is like. I, I why don't I he like he gets in the Christmas mood uh, and then the child looks at him and says, "Sir, I want to buy these shoes for uh, my mama, mama please. please. Uh, it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size." But in the end, <laughs> he's just talking to a, some man. He's not talking to the retail worker. No, he's not even talking to the worker. But that's why in the end of the uh, song, there is a choral, a child's choral version of it where it goes. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. And I guess they're angels. Are they angels singing the song? I don't know. Are the kids dead? Because it sounds like they're dead. It's just like Pat Benatar's We Belong, where the chorus of children come in at the end inexplicably. Yes. And who is, so who's the horny dad in this scenario? Is it the father in this scenario? Or does the boy grow up to want to give his own daughter a Uh, bunch of kisses? Yeah, butterfly kisses. Because his mama died so young. Young. Right. Could be that. Could be that. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, I, I I think I'm realizing that if I've seen the music video, it must have been a decade ago. Watching it with you when we were yes. recording the show, oh, wasted yes. probably. Uh, maybe that happened. Maybe not. Every, I don't. My only knowledge of this song comes from you. I never heard it before I met you. I've never heard it outside of the context of either physically or electronically being with you. Some say it doesn't exist if Jackie doesn't exist. Like oh if she God. were to, even if she were to die today, the song would we would our memory of the song would go away. Would, yeah. It would go away. It's like it never happened. It's, I am the Santa Claus of Christmas shoes. It's like the bell of the Polar Express. Yeah, it only rings if you believe in Santa. You can only hear Christmas shoes if Jackie is. Uh, one might say it. Jackie is the queen of Christmas shoes. Oh. I'm the queen of Christmas shoes. Elizabeth Chan, go to hell. Again, we just out the gate. This bitch, this bitch comes in here to be like, oh, I'm saving everyone from Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey could never be the queen of fucking Christmas. She's the queen of Christmas. She's the queen of Christmas. I mean, I'm not going to argue, yeah. I'm going to say it again. Poor Elizabeth Chan, not because I sympathize with, not because I side with her, but because 
did you not know who you were taking on, Elizabeth Chan? You are just some lady who exclusively sings Christmas songs, originals. No one wants original Christmas songs all year round. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants you. Nobody wants you to come for Mariah Carey. I I only say poor Elizabeth Chan because she has just... It is a real come at the king, best not miss moment, and she has missed. But legally, she has not missed because Mariah Carey is not officially the queen of Christmas in the patent pending type of way, right? Mm. She is not allowed to trademark the name queen of Christmas. It also includes that Mariah Carey cannot trademark the titles QOC or princess of Christmas either. What? (laughs) Those bastards. All monarchy of Christmas is forbidden. Um, Elizabeth Chan, who has put out 12 albums of Christmas music to date, has also used the title Princess of Christmas as a nickname for her daughter and sometimes collaborator, Noelle. Oh, my God. Her child's name is Noelle. No. See, this is the thing is that Elizabeth Chan raises up her children, unlike Mariah Carey, who pushes her children (laughs) behind her so that she can raise up. But and I, th- I say, God bless it. Elizabeth Chan, <laughs> absolutely a hero, as she said in her own words. I've dedicated my life to understanding uh, to this understanding of how special Christmas is. It was difficult to be the one to stand up. Christmas is a season Shut of giving, up. not the season of taking, Jackie. And it is wrong Ugh. for an individual to attempt to own and monopolize a nickname like Queen of Christmas Why? for the purposes of abject materialism. As an independent artist, and a small and light drums can kind of come in at this point. <laughs> As an independent artist and small business owner, my life's work is to bring people together for the holiday season, which is how I came to be called the Queen of Christmas. I swear, I wear that title as a badge of honor, and with full knowledge that it will be and should be bestowed on others in the future. My goal in taking taking on this fight was to stand up to trademark bullying, not just to protect myself, but also to protect future queens of Christmas. I love to suck Santa's dick. <laughs> Elizabeth Chan is picturing herself like this as smart, the little grubber boy. Like, she's Jesus Christ. I was going to say she was the Jesus of Christmas, yes. but Christmas already has a Jesus. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> she thinks she is the, she, she either thinks she's the Jesus of Christmas or she thinks she's the little drummer boy. Like, I have nothing. I mm-hmm. only have my little drum. Shall I play for you? Yes, that's exactly what she's doing. Yeah, uh, she's the little. She should trademark the little drummer princess yeah. because that's what she is. She's just some lady who's like, what? Who is that little boy? Talk about look, you know, interrogating the texts of Christmas songs. Who is this boy? He just comes and plays a drum for the baby. You know, that's fine. Oh, now, yeah. Elizabeth Chan is just some lady who wants to sing Christmas songs all month and has made the biggest a feud of the biggest diva. Of yeah, by time. the way, I'm pretty sure if right after I uh, went through the whole birthing process, some little boy came in with a drum, I'd fucking punch him out of the room. Yeah, the things you know they do mean? for the baby Jesus yeah, are baffling. How rude and bizarre. I'd be like, this baby needs to sleep. I'm exhausted. My wife fucking a whole bullshit got ripped in half. Can we fucking <laughs> not cut it with the drums, child? Well, in this scenario, though, Holden, you are <laughs> Joseph, so you're not yeah. really the baby's Father, you're just yeah, kind of, you're the cuck. But I changed you're my name. To, you're I the changed, Christmas cuck, right? Isn't that what it's about? Joseph right. is the Christmas cuck. But come on, if you saw God, fuck your significant. Oh, go God, go God, get a God, put it in a fill it up. She's just yeah, like, Joseph oh! was cool about it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Joseph was cool about Joseph it. Joseph was super cool about it. Yeah, I he was wish... the first cock, huh? That's interesting. <laughs> I wish Elizabeth Chan could be as cool about all of this as Dolly fucking Parton is. Yeah. Which weeks ago, when asked if Dolly Parton was the queen of Christmas, and she immediately was like, no, uh, it's Mariah Carey. I love her. You think of Christmas. You think of Mariah. I'm happy to be a second in line to her. Dolly Parton says that she is second in line to Mariah Carey as the queen of Christmas. Elizabeth Chan? Noel. Can't believe her kid's name I is Noel. I can't believe her kid's name is Noel. That's really upsetting. I've, I've, any so any sympathy I had for her moments ago is gone upon Noel. She I mean, to be either... Yes, bring her down! To be either Elizabeth Chan or Mariah Carey's kids around this time, so much pressure. I just feel like to make, you know, you already, Jackie, you could speak towards this and you don't have a celebrity who's made mother, who's made their entire identity about Christmas. I mean, the pressure for it to be the perfect holiday. Could you it's imagine what rough. it's like? Yeah. You imagine what it's like for old Elizabeth's um, uh, old Noel, Noel Chan. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. Noel's never going to be good enough, especially as when, <laughs> when referred to as my sometimes collaborator, because Noel's going to fucking grow up, Elizabeth Chan. She's going to hate you. She's going to do the like, <laughs> yeah. I hate Christmas, Mom! Yeah, and just totally. like slam the door at one point. Or, oh, wouldn't it be great? Mazel. Maybe she converts to Judaism. I was going to say, wouldn't maybe she converts. Wouldn't so great? She's like, in this home, we don't put up Christmas decorations. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I want to see this movie. I mean, it is very yeah, Hallmark movie great. for Elizabeth Chan to cast herself. I love how she's like, I'm a small business. I mean, I oh, do think it's kind of funny that she's like, Mariah about? Carey represents capitalism and greed, and I represent independence. There's a picture of her owners. on the set of the morning good show. Good morning, America. Yeah, good morning, America. Like, you're not a small business, you're a big business. Yes. For sure. And you're still not as good as the, as, you know, many other people out there who's made their identity Christmas. I will say, too, though, Dolly Parton, maybe not the queen of Christmas, might be the queen of New Year's. Pretty excited oh for her. Oh, my God, with the Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus Dolly Parton show. Apparently, too, in the uh, blind. Yes, I didn't please. pull this blind, but apparently, yeah, there was some beef between Miley and Pete Davidson, which kind of makes sense because of the weird stuff with her saying stuff about him while he was with Kim and kind of yes. hitting on him a lot and stuff. So, yeah, he was replaced. With Dolly, which is kind of fun. Which, how great is that? That's great. Well, and also, <laughs> Sorry, we've all seen them moment. sing Jolene together. We all want more. Like, yeah. I, that's honestly, a. I think Dolly Parton brings out the best in Miley Cyrus. And we need yeah. more collaborations with Miley and older artists and less collaborations with her and people like Robin Thicke. Yes, right. right. Honestly, like what Lady Gaga is doing, like was like doing stuff with Tony Bennett and stuff like that. The, yeah. Like the old school stuff. And I think that doing that, I think that singing and performing with Dolly Parton is a very smart move for Miley Cyrus. And now I wasn't going to watch it before, but now I'm going to have it on at least in the background because it's Miley Cyrus and Dolly fucking Parton. And just normalizing working with olds because at first I'm like olds, ew, gross. I'm going to throw up until yeah, they're they dying die. in the hospital yeah. and, they, and they've got those yucky shoes And I'm at the on. shoe store and I'm like, well, by the way, I, if we're going to bring it back to that, if she's laid out in the hospital bed, I think the last thing she actually needs is, is shoes. shoes. She needs like comfortable socks. She if needs anything. her son sitting with her. <laughs> 
leave the store. Yeah, don't be in the store. And shoes is the last thing she needs. She needs water and blankets. Like, why is she it like a Christmas water. blanket or something <laughs> to warm her in bed? She's probably not even going to walk another day in her fucking life or save the money the for the coffin. Do you know how expensive funerals are? Oh, my, my mom God. brings it up all the time. Don't worry, there's a page for it. You think it was a they giant sure. shoe? Do you think it's the coffin? That's what Christmas, Christmas is the season where your parents take you aside and tell you where all the paperwork is for what they're right. <laughs> Yeah. Just unbelievable, this child. I mean, I it's just like. I felt so seen, MJ. It was like, oh my God, yes. Every Christmas, it's like, Merry Christmas, welcome home, come here, I need to show you some important documents. For <laughs> Except when you get to the age that I did straight up, so my mom has these, there's like 40 of them, these reindeer, I guess they were like a Hallmark exclusive in the late 80s and into the early 90s, and there are these reindeer that have these big beanbag feet, and they, they all have little <laughs> personalities, like all their faces are a little different, and all their antlers are a little different, and I'm obsessed with them, and I did call my mom and was like, hey mom, I know like I generally don't like to talk about these things, but um, when you die, can I have the reindeer? <laughs> she was like, oh my God, yes. Of course you can. No, of course. Take all the reindeer. You, you, you can have them now. I, was like, I don't want them now. I'm just saying, like, I just want to, of all of the things, that is what, the only thing I've actually put my claim on is I want all of the reindeer. Well, I'm glad we found the name of your dying mom Christmas song. It's called Beanbag Feet. Bean and uh, we'll, we'll sing it. Beanbag Feet go to food of mama. They are your breasts, mama. <laughs> We're gonna work on the melody a little bit, okay. but I like oh, you, the lyric. You like, you like where I'm going? With it? <laughs> <laughs> There's something very plodding about that melody. It's very, it's very. Well, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a dirge, right? Like if I'm gonna okay. sing it at the funeral, we're gonna do a dirge. It'll be a funeral dirge every Christmas. A we'll funeral sing dirge it. Christmas song. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> but wait, I need to know. You guys watched the parade together. Uh yeah. And I need to know what how you guys think Mariah Carey did in well, closing out the wow. parade. I'm just gonna give this. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna clap. Well, I'm. I'm going to full disclosure. I was actually this year. I got actually pretty kind of blackout by the end of the stream. I'm not really <laughs> sure. Really blackout, dude. I cracked. Like, she was so upset with me. I like as soon as it was done, I just got into bed and slept for five hours. <laughs> I was so I was so jacked up. I just that's it snuck up on me. I didn't eat enough. I think I only had like a banana. That's why I make sure I put the carbs in me. I yeah, I needed first. to eat a lot more and I just like didn't do it. And so I don't remember uh, Mariah's uh, performance to be quite honest with you. You but were very into it as we watched it, great. I will say. And, and good, yeah, okay. I'm just glad I didn't say any, you know, I didn't like make a, uh, say anything mean to a chat member or anything like no, that. No, without no, Okay, very, good. I was in good positive. spirits. Very good. I Can wasn't we, just like, you're all liars. No, <laughs> you're no, all you idiots. Very positive. You were very excited good, for, good, I think good. you almost cried, but what? I think I mean, we're not going to go into <laughs> That's that. That's amazing. Uh, but I was informed <laughs> after the fact when I t uh, told this to my Twitch community, they said it was um, something to not remember. The performance. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I mean, whoa, I, whoa, I saw whoa, it. I don't remember it either, but I was sober, so. <laughs> I don't think we need to go that far. I okay. think that I. I don't know. I throw my hands up. I I, I was not aware. So let's uh, just say, all right, so Mariah Carey, <laughs> she is standing. It looks like she is strapped to something um, the, so that she can't move, like how they hold up yes. a doll. Like it, it looks like something's around her waist to hold her up. It's giving, <laughs> like, how we know that poor Judy Garland was, like, propped up, uh, like, in all of these, like, yes. performances at the end of 
of her life. Like that's yes. what Mariah Carey looked like, but not in like a, oh, this is, are you drugged way? Just in like a, you don't even have the energy to try. No, right. my favorite part is that instead of, uh, instead of having her other hand free, so at least she could emote with that, she held a parasol, even though it was not snowing, it was not <laughs> raining, there was no need. And I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm here for a fashion parasol, but I do, it did seem like she was holding it um, as an excuse to not have to move or move her hand and sing with her hand at all. Yeah, the parasol, an interesting choice for sure. I mean, do you think it was, yeah. Apparently it was made by some cool New Orleans artist, which like I think that's really cool. But the the main question I had, and this was a big debate in our family on Thanksgiving Day, is that You've got all these nutcrackers that are dancing around her. They're all wearing red. And for some reason, Mariah Carey is wearing hot pink. And the hot pink (laughs) dress does not match with anything. And on top of that, Natalie and I got into an argument with Henry and Jeff because Henry and Jeff insist that that the pink is actually cranberry. It's not a pink dress. It's a cranberry dress. And that is because through the the eye of the lens of the camera, it looks more pink. And I pulled up the picture. It's like, this is a pink dress. This Don't you like back in the day meme me of like, oh, what color is the dress? The dress is pink. It's hot pink. It's not cranberry. I refuse to disagree with your stance. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's, you I would not call that cranberry. It's not cranberry. I wouldn't call it cranberry. We thought about it for a Y for minutes. (laughs) No, especially when you see it. If you saw, okay, look, you can look at a picture of only Mariah Carey where you can't see any other colors and you might say, oh, sure, that looks a little red. And then the problem is when you zoom out and you see her, as you pointed out, Jackie, next to all the nutcrackers dressed in red, you see that it is very, very not matchy with the red, nor with the giant red backdrop on Macy's behind. It doesn't, it, it, wait, it wait. looks so weird. I just looked up cranberry, just the color palette, and it's a, it's a much, it's more, it's more like your wedding colors of anything. It's more yeah. maroon sided. It's, more maroon it's not a bright, it's not like pink is pink. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of words that you could use to describe that dress, but cranberry's not one of them. Cranberry's not one of them. And I think it's mad respect that she doesn't move at all. She's like, I am a diva. (laughs) I am here. She doesn't even try to match the lip syncing. She doesn't even try. She doesn't sing the back tracking of it. She doesn't do But at some point, her children are shoved into the green boxes behind her. Are those the, were they, those her children in the those way were background? Those children far in the way, away, back, way far behind the background. <laughs> they were shoved into these little boxes and then they have to jump out and they dance be- behind her, Elizabeth Chan. They dance behind her where children belong, behind the star. They don't belong in front of the star. They don't belong collaborating with the star. They belong <laughs> behind the star in a box. <laughs> standing, standing behind my mama standing behind <laughs> and supporting and that's isn't like that the name nice? of the memoir i think standing behind mom <laughs> i love it i love that she is using her children to be like see don't you see i enjoy having my children around <laughs> she just enjoys having her children around behind her and inside of a box i do, i mean i'm torn because on the one hand i actually like 
don't think that celebrities should like put their children in the spotlight. But on the other hand, it's so clearly, it's not like she's like, oh, they are in the background because I'm like protecting their identity the way that like Beyonce does with Blue Ivy or whatever. No, it's just like, I need to be center stage. They can Mm -hmm. be, you know, I literally, they cannot upstage me. She's is it though. I like I like that she just owns that about herself. I really do and I love that I love that she has a crown on even though she can't legally be called the Queen of Christmas, but she's wearing a motherfucking crown. Elizabeth, she just wanted to sell some fucking candles with the Queen of Christmas on. Like, you know what I mean? It's just that's all she it's wanted to do, by the way. That's all Christmas is, okay? Yeah. That's the reason for the season. It's capitalism. No, it's we about know. magic. It's no. about ordering a pumpkin drink. Sure, it's about falling in love. Yes. <laughs> I've watched enough Hallmark movies. Yes, it's also about falling in love, and it's about the the Christmas in love. Who's Fine. That, who actually falls in love on, uh, during Christmas? Though? That's actually no the one. most loveless time of the year, I would Is say. It Except, <laughs> hold on, you, this this a conversation that predated you that we discovered uh, a, a concept back when Marcus was still hosting the show called Friends with Christmas. And yes, yes, it's, it's my uh, dream. Analogous to Friends with Benefits, and yes. so basically the only time you fall in love at Christmas, and I don't really think this has ever happened to anyone. But the only kind of scenario, and it really also applies to people in their 20s, maybe more than in their 30s, but it's when you're going back home, maybe still in your 30s, you're going back home and you're oh, going yeah, to the bar. because then you get the divorced ones. Yeah. Yes, the divorced ones. Yes. And, you know, plenty of people who haven't gotten married by the time they're in their 30s. But I, I, I'm thinking more... Friends with Christmas has the energy of like when you're still staying in your childhood room. Yeah, you know, like those first a, I was times say, you come home. It's angst fucking. You're describing angst fucking. Angst fucking. Yeah. This and you is see not... the people, you see the hottie from high school that you always wanted to bone. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you the see road the bar. not taken looks real good Exactly. Now. Tis the damn season. Tis the wrote a whole song about it. But there's anger there. I mean, there's not, you know, it kind of reminds me, it's like the one of the only times I like lament quitting smoking, like that cigarette when you finally bust out of the house. Oh my God. Uh, during the holidays, you like go meet up with some friends somewhere. Like I would just go to a bar with my brother and have some like a beer and some wings. That fucking cigarette was, yeah. was amazing because it was an angry smoke. It was just like, a, like you just need to hurt And that's my the thing about Tis the Damn Season is a great song. And it is basically the embodiment of a concept that we created first, Taylor. Yes. Uh, called Friends Sorry, of Christmas. Taylor. Do you listen to the show, Taylor? It's okay. You can listen to the show. I love you so much. <laughs> I just think you're so great. You talked to Taylor the way you talked to your baby. <laughs> that was the same, the same intonation. I love you, you Taylor. To your baby. I love you, Taylor. <laughs> but maybe because I never, no one Don't do it. Don't do the looky dookie man for Taylor. <laughs> BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy. And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I don't know. I guess maybe because I never had a high school sweetheart when I listen to Tis the Damn Season or watch any Hallmark movie and think about the 
general concept of friends. With, for me, friends with Christmas would be like, ooh, that like the two guys I had a crush on in high school, like banging them would be great. But like, I don't relate to the idea of being like, ooh, there's like an alternate path with this like love of my life and staying in my hometown and stuff. Although maybe that is really something that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. What was the vibe of the two guys you had a crush on in high school? Like what was oh, the general they deal? They both loved Weezer. They were both in like <laughs> Weezer-like bands. Ooh, but they yes. weren't, so we're not talking about sportsmen. Ten there was three men. guys, I guess, that I liked. They were all named oh. Dan. <laughs> all three <laughs> <of them. laughs> They were all named Dan. And, yeah. and they were all just, Dan, and Dan was in a band. No, they weren't like, they weren't. All three uh, of them were in bands, actually. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> yeah, all three Dan's in bands. This tracks really well. <laughs> They were, were they all emo? Were they, like sad, bands, were they yeah. like sad boys too? Or were they like... No, no. It was a more like... I was the sad boy and I was like the punk boy. And they yeah. were a little bit... All three of them were a little bit... They were all kind of preppier Weezer Dan band boys. Wow. <laughs> Dan band boys. They're Dan I band boys. They were all great. Honestly, they're the, all three of them. If I ran into them would be today, I would be thrilled. Uh, at least one of them. I hung out with a bunch after college and like, you know, they were like, it's the, they, I, I named those three because they were the three like high school crushes where it's like I look back with nothing but fondness on those crushes. Nothing ever happened nice. with any of them. But like not oh, just what like great. I oh, yeah. You know, like when I hear Tis the Damn Season, I mean nothing ever happened with any of them. Zero percent anything. But like if I think back on like who would I want to run into at a bar in my hometown, it would be one of the three Dan bands. Um but <laughs> <laughs> One of those all three Dans just taking you to town, though. I mean, how fun would that be, Ooh, right? That's a three Dan band. I'd watch. Yeah, that'd be a three Dan band right there. They're just all like, yeah, they're all playing instruments and fucking Ooh, going crazy. Yeah, just, they're all playing bass. In my head. They're all oh, playing yeah, they're bass. They're all bass players. <laughs> were they all bass players? No, they were all guitar players. Oh, okay, they were okay, guitar okay. players. Okay, that would have been so players. funny if they were all bass players. <laughs> that would have made it perfect. <laughs> no, I, so we never got any Christmas. Friends with Christmas, and it's it was my dream. It's still kind of my I know. dream. I, I never, I always like, yeah, I always like from a distance, uh, fantasized. Uh, same, I had the same thing with all of it. But I mean, I had the same thing with any. I didn't have a girlfriend in high school. I mean, I was crushed by that. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, yeah, it's just it broke me like a promise. Man, there's a lot of things <laughs> that are broken like a promise, and a lot of those things are coming out of Candace Cameron Bure's mouth. And if we're talking Christmas, you gotta come, you gotta bring up the shitty Candace Cameron Bure every once in a while, because as we know, and yes, we're talking about Candace Cameron Bure of uh, Full House fame, who is in so many Hallmark movies. It's ridiculous. Who's always talking about how much like, no, I like to have sex with my husband, which is, you know how often she comes up in, in like, like just, just random articles about Candace Cameron Bure, where it's like, it's crazy. I like to have sex with my husband, but not in the way Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos do it, which I feel like they are the yin and yang of talking about having sex with your husband because Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos is like, yeah, we still love it. Like, Ooh, we just like the fiery passion. And I feel like it's all lies coming from Candace Cameron Bure. Anyway, that's not even what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the switchover that Candace Cameron Bure had where she left the home channel to move to another channel called the Great American Family Channel. So she's not doing any more movies with Hallmark. And the reason why she made this move is because she thought her new network would, quote, keep traditional marriage at the core, yeah, which man. is 
horrendous. So what you're saying, so we know that this is a disgusting thing to say. And my favorite part is that now people are finally, outwardly, months ago, Jojo Siwa turned against her and said that Candace Cameron Bure was the rudest celebrity she had ever met. And now Jody Sweeten is turning against her. Her one sister of Full House is openly being against her ideals of traditional marriage because it's fucking bullshit. And I love that she retweeted Holly Robinson Pete, who's also like a huge Hallmark actress, who's also on Hanging with Mr. Cooper, did put up a quote um, that said, like, it wasn't traditional for people to marry interracially. It wasn't traditional for us to drink out of water fountains that white people drank from. So when we hear the words traditional marriage to describe only one type of marriage, it belittles the love and commitment that many legally married people have for each other. And it triggers many of us to a time that we remember how the word tradition was cloaked in Christianity. And we were basically told that God didn't want equality for all. And Jody Sweeten retweeted it. Bitch. Fuck you, Candace Cameron. Right? This is this is the Christmas feud I've been waiting for because it. it's Love very easy to be on the right side of it. Like Hallmark, after whatever, 20 years of being like, we only make movies with white people. We only make movies with straight people made and thin people and thin people and 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 not ever using someone that is differently abled in any way, shape or form. Right. Like think of any aspect of representation that could be diverse in any way. And it is not there in a Hallmark movie. Obviously, that's kind of like, you know what you're getting. And then last year they make like one gay one and out of like a hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still, it's slow. It's slow moving, but they are at least, I saw like, I saw some, I, I saw like having some people that are actual actors in wheelchairs that, so it's like, I appreciate that they are trying. <laughs> it's not traditional, Jackie. It's not, it's not, you know, it's like, they, they, but for them, that is not the idea of what a perfect right. Christmas is. And it's just a, st- it's like the little bit of gayness. It's like, not like Hallmark is, you know, fucking a a club, you know, like having a little bit of gayness fit into everything else. It's still about, it's just like the Kristen Stewart movie where it's just like, oh, it's just like all the like really traditional values of a Christmas movie, but gay. Okay, fine. It's like not like liberation queerness. It's just like a gay Christmas movie. Fine. All right. I really love this year. They're putting out um, Christmas tokens and it's got (laughs) all of them. It's got a wheelchair kid, a gay couple. We've got people of color. We have every person of color. It's like BK kids, except (laughs) it is, but it's a Hallmark movie. And that Hallmark like takes a victory lap, like we did it, guys. We, we did, did it. representation. And Candace Cameron Bray. This is what I don't understand with <laughs> Candace Cameron Bray. Like, I guess it would be one thing that if I guess if you really feel that way, then don't be involved in movies. But the fact that she feels so strongly about the ideas of traditional marriage that she leaves the network, the whole that network, goes to show that goes to show how evil. She is. And I know that we shouldn't say someone is evil for how they believe, but the belief in traditional marriage, I feel, is evil, especially at fucking Christmas time. I mean, she is synonymous with that. She has no career other than Christmas movies. She's going to tank her one thing that she does, which is be in Hallmark Christmas movies that everyone was like, yeah, we all know that you're fucking weird as hell and your brother thinks that like bananas are a sign from God, but we'll watch you in a Hallmark Christmas movie because whatever, we love Hallmark Christmas movies. And she's like, nope, 
not going to do it. Got to go to a weirder, fucking more conservative, more traditional network. And because just because Hallmark had a few gay people in their movies. And I think it's great because George Osiwa had to, who was just awesome ever since she came out, like as uh, had to be like, oh, I guess I have to pretend I'm actually cool with Candace Cameron Bray because I said this thing in a TikTok about how she was rude. And then Candace Cameron Bray was like, what? OMG. And then George Osiwa had to be like, I'm sorry, I missed that. I didn't mean to be like that. And then they had to be all cool. And whatever. I know that we all have different ways of being cool with people who have abhorrent beliefs. But I, I think it's really exciting to see celebrities, especially somebody like Jodie Sweetin, yeah, who is like known, obviously, Candace Cameron Bray for her entire life to be like, actually... I'm not cool with this. Like, yes. I, mm-hmm. this is a this is a deal breaker for me. I think it's very and I don't expect people to do that with their families or even with their old friends if they are not if they don't think that that's going to be effective. But I think it's cool to see celebrities not pretend that they have to be cool with Candace Cameron Bray. It is OK to be like, fuck that. That's stupid. You know? Yes. Also, you learn something every day. What the fuck is the Great American Family Network? It is. Uh, could you imagine like because uh, I mean, you know, not to take it too much of a dump on the Hallmark Channel, but the quality of the filmmanship <laughs> of those <laughs> movies is I'll already in I'll question. Love. How much, how horrible do you think the product line is on the Great American? It used to be the Great American Country Network, by the way. That's of course, but then that's why, because that's the thing is that the people that love Candace Cameron Bure and how she feels are going to follow her. And I will say, this is the truth social of. Yes. And I do think that MJ and you and I are not the typical watchers of Hallmark. I think that like uh, like our generation we are because we grew up with our parents watching them. So I think that there is like a nostalgia of it. But for the most part, a lot of the people I think that there are a good amount of people that watch Candace Cameron Bure and agree with her and are yeah. going to follow her over to the great American family. You know what What I say? Bye! Don't let the door hit you on the ass! How about you all <laughs> go? Go over there! Go all the way over there and keep away from our fun new Hallmark movies because then it's kind of fun. Because then, oh, my God. And then, like, I understand that people get upset about, like, oh, but then it's just the same tropes. It's just the same horrendous tropes. Like, that's kind of what inclusivity is in media is then, well, now there's tropes about everybody. And yeah, in, again, in you're not going to get liberation ideology from Hallmark. From Christmas Hallmark. Movie. You're you never going to get it from <laughs> that, Hallmark. That's not the point. <laughs> and, you know, I did not love the Kristen Stewart gay Christmas movie just because I just bad. didn't think it was that. That was a bad one. That <laughs> but, was a really bad one. But yeah, it's not like, I'm not like, I mean, again, I'm just like, I'm, I don't expect a, a gay Hallmark Christmas movie to kind of like break down the way we think about society. I just want no. a Christmas movie that's not like giving money to homophobes, you know, like that's the thing. It's like, listen, Candace Cameron Bure can believe whatever she wants, but if she is using her platform to be an anti-gay activist, which she is, then that should have career consequences for her. Yes, mm-hmm. it should. And now I will. And I already never, if I saw that Candace Cameron Bure was in a Hallmark movie, I openly would not watch it. And so now it's great. Take I hope they take all of her movies over to Great American Family. Get rid of them. And now we oh. can watch Jodie Sweetin in A Cozy Christmas Inn, which Ooh. is her. Oh, my God. I took so many screenshots of this article, though, because the way that it was, you know how um, like entertainment articles have to always be like, you know, if they're referring to Mariah Carey, they have to be like the all I want for Christmas singer. And then the <laughs> next time they refer to her, they have to be like, you know, the uh, 
the the author of the new book and they always oh, have to, yes. to have a different thing to refer. Yeah. Oh my God. Like they they refer to Jojo Siwa as the dance moms alum, and then they have to refer to Candace Cameron Bure after already referring to her as the full house alum, and they refer to her as the Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries actress. And then <laughs> they have to refer to either it's unclear Jody Sweeten or Jojo Siwa, and they have to they refer to her as so as the so you think you can dance judge, and then they <laughs> have to refer to Jody Sweeten again, and they call her the Stephanie Tanner actress, which is what? really phoning it. You don't have to keep <laughs> explaining who the person yeah, is. Just say we the know last who name. they are, but that I oh my god, I was dying like so trying to find the most obscure works that these people have been in. <laughs> oh my god, you did say speaking of books. Um, Mariah Carey did write a new children's book, by the way, called The Christmas Princess, and it was just released. And it's about little Mariah sets off on a journey, discovering the healing power of her voice to spread the spirit of Christmas at home and all around the world. I just wanted to read out the um Watch the out, plot. Noelle Chan. There's another princess, Christmas princess And she's in coming town. for you. Oh, she's Whoa. coming for you. Holden, did you want to scream about how you got Taylor Swift tickets? Though? Yeah, I was about to bring it up. I, I think people were dying for it. I've had some people hit me up be like what happened you know what a crazy cliffhanger kind of nutty episode we did a couple weeks ago and then we were gone you know we had thanksgiving so i haven't have actually been able to publicly uh really talk about it uh specifically i will say um so from that moment i i i got locked out of getting tickets right mm-hmm. everybody did i didn't realize until i think at the end of our session um or right after that they were rescheduling like this impromptu crazy move. They rescheduled the West Coast presale to like later that day. I just remember like I had this horrible sinking feeling all day. I was like, it was such an anxiety day. It was such a weird day. And then I eventually finally did. Yes, Holden McNeely has gotten Tay tickets. Um, I thought I was an unlucky person. And it, it turns out I'm insanely lucky to have gotten literally the worst tickets I've ever purchased for a show ever. It is the last row of the stadium. Behind the stage. I mean, you could not ask for worse tickets. And yet, I'm a lucky one. I I read somewhere it was like 2% chance to get tickets. That was your chance. Oh, yeah. Then on a a Thanksgiving Day miracle, shout out to Lone Star Kate. Wonderful. The person who 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 you have to thank for my becoming a Swifty in, in, in the first place. Uh, Lex and I went with her to see Taylor Swift on the Reputation Tour. And that's when I fell in love with the Golden Snake and I get my blood and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> she surprised during the Thanksgiving stream, surprised me with um, she got tickets for Lexi and I. So we're we I've got the Aww. Thursday and Tuesday shows. In LA, and that Tuesday, the her tickets are markedly better than mine. Still not like crazy, crazy, but I, that'll never happen unless you would like to partake in the ultimate Holden McNeely fan experience. Well, you if have to you do this have, with Lone Star Kate now. If you have you good do, tickets, you do owe her. Oh that. God, yeah. Oh, she's getting the full experience for sure. I mean, she might end up crashing in my place. That's uh, great. When she comes into town because she lives on the East Coast. But um, you will get the whole full whole of McNeely fan experience. If you have good tickets for any of the other days, especially in L.A., maybe even Vegas, we'll tailgate. You can hang out. You, I'll, I'll call my mom on the phone. You can meet my mom. Um, <laughs> oh, Jan will love Jan that. Jan will love that. We'll just do it all. You'll get me for the whole. You'll be so fucking sick of me by the end of the day. You'll never, ever want to see me, hear me, listen to, him listen to me again. ever again, yeah. but I will offer that up um, 
per, per chance. What a fiasco. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, and they couldn't even put them on normal sale. The demand was so high, they're all totally sold out. Oh, yeah. It couldn't get past the pre-sale. That's how quickly it sold, it sold out. It is kind of mind-blowing. I definitely think some changes need to be made to the systems. Ticketmaster, very frustrating right now. I mean, I bitched about this when I tried to get Blackpink tickets. I mean, the way at least Taylor Swift did step in and make sure that like they couldn't just jack the price up during the sale like um they did with they do with other shows so uh my last row of the stadium back of behind the state seats were only a hundred dollars each good so Lord. wow that's really cool man what is happening wow. anyways that's my whole thing so it's a happy ending though I was you know, kind of in a Jesus-y way. I sort of was downtrodden <laughs> and in despair, and then I rose from the ashes. Yep. You're the Elizabeth Chan of the Taylor Swift tickets. Of the Taylor Swift ticket yep. situation, for sure. Um, and I'm a bit of a little drummer boy as well. Yeah, I so think that you the, the boy who got the shoes also. Wow, yeah. you're all the ones. And I give Winnie butterfly kisses. So no. it's uh, the worst characters of Christmas. You know what I mean? I go, the worst characters I'm all the worst elements of Christmas combined <laughs> into one Taylor Swift fan. So no, anyways, I like the little drummer boy. I don't want him playing <laughs> music to my baby, but I do yeah. like him. Who wants a drum right after birth? Who He's wants like, that? I don't yeah, have anything to give you. I give you music. As a musician, don't you like that, Holden? Yeah, play a fucking <laughs> flute or something. Play a violin. No, imagine him just fluting next to you in the manger. <laughs> better than bing, bong, bing. I'm like, we just were in labor for like eight hours. She's Last thing screaming. I want right now in my fucking life is a child slamming on some drums. Get I'll out of here. Labor. We've never heard about Mary's labor. I'll bet it was fine. Yeah, I'll bet it was sluiced right yeah, out Yeah, he just sluiced right out. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all, she was gushed. one of those people where she was just taking a shower and it came right out, you know? Oops. Well, you I know didn't what? know I was pregnant. I'm writing a Christmas song this year. It's going to be called Mary's Labor. And, we're <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be all about, she pushed it, she pushed it, she pushed, 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 and the baby came out of the bush. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, and you'll do the breathing yeah, underneath the breathing. it. That's yeah, the percussion. I'll do the backtracking of breathing. And then a drummer boy came into the room and we fucking got mad at him. Um, yeah. Ooh, but it's a little punk drummer boy. Yeah, Watch yeah. out. His name is Dan, MJ. Uh, <laughs> the drummer boy's name is Dan. Don't get a crush on the boy. Be careful. Wow. What a twist. <laughs> but I do think that it might be time. I mean, I'm scared of it. Of a celebrity conspiracy theory. It's such a good one because we got another uh, inside in uh, celebrity conspiracy yes. theory. Hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Dwayne the Rock Johnson, more like Dwayne Piss Bottle Johnson. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Dwayne the Cock Johnson. <laughs> no, I got so excited. Dwayne the Piss comes out of the cock Johnson. That's okay, right. There you go. Holden, it's me again, anonymous production hun. You might remember from maybe I believe the Puzak episode. Uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yes! I was thrilled to hear about Timothy Chalamet uh, ding dong ping in bottles last week, episode four seventy one. I do want to give a shout out to the person that wrote in to try and defend Timothy <laughs> Chalamet's character, and that apparently he's a very good human okay, being. He's nice. Um, that he's apparently very very nice. That he even like tripped over a rug and even apologize to the rug. Like, it's interesting. Get, like, he's oh, apparently nice. very, very Because he also ends up in the blinds a lot. Is like he drank, a, you know, he was like throwing whiskey at an old lady. You know what I mean? Like It's always like chaos blind items where he's like a, just a maniac. He's like a mad hatter of the celebrity world. So I like <laughs> to believe that he's a nice guy. 
as well. I what- think it's nice, and I just want to say just to, to Catherine, thank you very much for the defense of Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my firsthand reports on Puzak had another celeb to tell me all about their bowel movements. This time, though, it's everyone's favorite, The Rock. He's got a weird power play for you. The Rock never flushes the toilet. Instead, the poor facilities guys have to go into the trailers and flush for him. Why? Who are you? What's happening here? I have this uh, supported by guys working for two different trailer providers. When I brought it up in the office, one of my team who worked on a series of large films with The Rock had another horror story for me. Dwayne's famously so busy, he just pees in a bottle on set, therefore leaving bottles of hot piss around the set all day. Uh-huh. There's one poor floor runner that's, that's respons- whose responsibility is to collect these and throw them in the bin throughout the day. <laughs> well, one day, Dwayne didn't close the bottle cap tight enough on his oh. piss bottle. The floor runner went to grab the bottle and it fell out of her hand, at which point she grabbed at the bottle midair, but she clutched the bottle too tight, pushing the piss right up and out through the loose cap all over herself. This poor person wanting to make their foray into the magical world of filmmaking ended up absolutely covered in rock piss. Shirt, arms, Hair. People have to pay face. a lot of money for that. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some people would pay so, much, so much fucking money. money to be covered in the rock's piss. Yeah. Um, uh, she got changed, binned her clothes. By the way, I love how this person is definitely British. Binned her clothes. Uh, uh, couldn't stop washing herself. She was eventually sent home to have a proper shower and recovery afternoon. She was back the next day, but beyond cautious with bottles of piss. How about we stop with bottles of piss at all? How about actually? <laughs> Stop making us deal with their bowel movements at all like normal people. That'd be cool. More as I have it. Anonymous production, hun. Now, oh okay, not to be immediately in defense of The Rock. Wow. Because I do love The Rock. Unbelievable. He is oftentimes in costumes where I imagine it's difficult to take off for him to go to the bathroom. Like he's in Black Adam, right? I, you know, you look at that that costume. It's got, there must be a pee-pee hole where you can just drag his penis out. And the one thing that I will say of all these stories, a lot of these stories aren't coming from people that have vaginas. You know why? Because we can't just pull out our cocks and piss in a bottle. We have to take the whole thing off. Or at least have something that you can pull to the side, like a it's a leotard yeah, or something, yeah. or a latch or something like that. So I will be in that defense. If he can piss in a bottle, he can piss in a toilet. That's Jackie. the thing. I your but defense falls apart because the seat. What if he's not allowed? He off is. The a, he's a top build A list actor. He's definitely allowed anything. Right. That he fuck. likes to piss in bottles. <laughs> if he, if he is able. Him. If he is able to take his dick out to pee in a bottle, there is nothing preventing him from aiming that dick towards a toilet instead. <laughs> yep. I agree. I tried, Rock. I tried. Rock I the mean, cock. I tried. It sounds like Jackie... I, I want to pose this question to both of you. What celebrities piss would you choose to be covered in if you had mm. to have this horrible experience that this poor production assistant had? Um, Sounds like Taylor, like maybe the rock. Taylor Swift's piss. Uh, Taylor, oh, Taylor Swift, Swift obviously. If you, and if you want to ask me, oh, what about an actor? She's acted in several films. Go on, Jackie. <laughs> oh, yes. Including like the cats. Cats. Yeah, film cats. Cats. Yeah, she's that, the beginning of our downfall. That new movie, Amsterdam. She's Release apparently the in. the butthole cut tour. Remember to get your tickets. Lastpodcastnetwork.com. Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com to get your tickets to the Release the Butthole Cut Tour, where we will definitely talk about Taylor Swift in the movie Cats. Especially DC, Philly, New York. We are going to be in you very, very soon. Next and then week. 
And then the week after that, Minneapolis, uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee and, Chicago. and Chicago, Midwest. Get those tickets. Uh, it's going to be such a banger. Chicago's selling pretty great. So uh, definitely, definitely, you want to go to that one uh, for sure. It's going to be a fucking it's going to be a hellhound it's of a night. It's going to be a hellhound. And I guess, <laughs> I don't know if it's just because I'm looking at a picture of him right now, but to answer your question, MJ, I guess Nick Cage is piss. Yeah. Nick Cage is piss. I feel like that would be the kind of one where it would be, uh, like, depending on how the piss happened. Like, I'm not into piss play. I don't have that kink myself. But I guess if I was, like, if Nick Cage was like, I'm going to just, like, I'm going to piss in this bottle and you can spritz it on yourself, I guess. I would. Yeah, if you're, if you you're know, gonna accidentally spill pee on yourself, if you're into piss, then it's that. This sounds great, but it sounds like this production assistant did not want was not did not to piss. wish yeah. for piss to be all over them. I will say too, in in uh, uh, defense of the Rock, or maybe in just in support of being covered in the Rock's piss. Those kinds of the guys that work out all the time stuff, they understand the value of hydration. So I was going to say hydration is that you have to pick the most hydrated celebrity. Most hi- and I don't oh, think no, Nick Cage is very hydrated. It's going to be some stinky piss. Yeah, it's going to be stinky. You're right. You're, you're, you're going to want to choose an athlete of some sort. For sure. Mark Wahlberg probably hydrates really I don't well. Know. Oh, yeah. The roids. Wouldn't the roids dehydrate you? I don't know. Ooh, Ooh, I don't maybe. know. I, well, you know, you know me. I'd love to juice up when I can, but uh, I don't know anything yeah. about that. We know yeah, you a lot love about to get big and thick. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Do we know a lot about him? What about you, MJ? <laughs> Any piss that you would be yeah. fine with? Honestly, I think Timothy Chalamet is going to be. Uh, it's, yeah. He's not at the top of the list, but if I accidentally spilled his piss on myself. Uh, you know, he's just such a little fairy boy. How, yeah, how I don't think he's. I, think, I feel like it'd be yeah. little driblets uh, yeah. at most. I it's, think he just dribbles it out. Yeah, slowly so throughout like the day. Unicorns. Wow, wow, <laughs> man. You know what? Well, I guess I certainly believe we have to believe the conspiracy theory because it's it's, it's, it's real. A, it's the part where it was confirmed by like at least the flushing thing is seems to be real. It was confirmed by multiple trailer companies. Whoa. So that's the whole thing. And who sent this in? Anonymous production. Anonymous. Hun. Oh, I just want to say anon. Thank you so much. Thank you, I anonymous love production. These hun. Emails, please. I love these emails. I live for them. Yeah. Any industry insiders will keep it anonymous. Oh, yeah. No, we will never say. We'll never say. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. But I will say, what's on the list? Oh! Oh! 
Who's on, on the list? list? Jackie! Jackie. Gotta, Gotta have, have that, that list. list. The 15 most extreme celebrity pets. Now, there are definitely some on here that we know, like Mike Tyson's tigers. Because it wasn't just a hangover joke. Tyson really did own three pet tigers until one of them attacked a trespasser, Jeez. which seems like an added benefit. But it was apparently the first time he learned that tigers are dangerous. <laughs> so, Go on, um, Cracked. Uh, yeah, Cracked, man, Cracked. Knows what they're doing. <laughs> now, I do know, I did know about Tippy Hedron's lions um, because Tippy Hedron had dozens of lions and tigers that lived in her house in the 70s until one mauled her teenage daughter. I'm actually surprised about the fact that <sighs> oh um, Cracked did not bring up, I believe it's called Roar, yes, which Ro is the movie with Tippy Hedron uh, where the child was attacked while they were shooting because oh my God. they did use, it is, man, Roar is intense, but also if you can handle it and understand that, yes, some of these people definitely got attacked. It's one of, I think, I think it is like the most dangerous movie that has ever been made or it's like up there. Um, it's also a fucking great movie. Really? <laughs> yeah, man. Don't fuck with these big cats. I think it made sense of why they attacked everyone on the set. Anyway, Tippi Hedren had lions. She used those lions. They were also acting lions, um, as well as some of the other large cats that she had. Look up the movie Roar, if yeah, you man. can handle it. I'm not saying it's for everybody. This is really one of those, not for a child, obviously, but it's really one of those situations no. where it's like, if you live with lions and they attack you... I hate to blame the victim, but you shouldn't live with lions. Yes, or like, um, I mean, or have be Napoleon and have an orangutan. So the orangutan yeah. was actually um, Napoleon's wife's pet. Josephine Bonaparte dressed her simian bestie in fancy gowns, served her turnips at the dinner table and the rest of her guests, and even let her sleep in bed with her and her husband. Uh. Um, I think that that's where I think I'd draw a line. I am. Can I go ahead and say I am against the ownership of, um, you know, animals that probably shouldn't be. Uh, taken care of by people in a home. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to DM Jackie on that hot take, uh, you can hear up any It's Jack That Worm on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying some pretty edgy takes today. <laughs> I don't know if you should, although it is pretty badass that Anton LaVey had a leopard because he did take his leopard out in public. The Church of Satan founder could also be seen on the streets of San Francisco walking his familiar, a black leopard named Zolt Tan, proving that real Satanists are just huge dorks. It's Shut a up, great. Cracked. It's a great name for a, a leopard. Isn't it a great name for a leopard? He yeah, knew exactly yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, dude. He fucking he's cool, dude. But I also <laughs> didn't know that Elvis Presley had a kangaroo. Nice. What? I've heard everything. Oh, no, I've heard everything. Yes. His agent gave him one in the late 50s. <laughs> what is you that? We talked about this at Christmas. Don't give animals as a joke. You don't give, give, you don't give animals as I mean, like, unless you've talked about it beforehand in the same way, like all the crazy Christmas commercials where people just like buy their partner a car. Yeah. I'd be so fucking pissed off. I'd be like, where did it come from? Can we afford yeah, it? I would what, have liked like, to what, have been a part of this decision making this. process. Uh, for sure. I just like except for those videos, like I've been watching those videos lately, like the old woman who got the cat for a present. And it was like because her cat just died and then she's crying. 
I've been watching those lately. See, that I guess you know that that's fine. And also, but congratulations, MJ, on your two the two new additions to your family. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah, I'm there an you old go. lady crying because my cat just died, and now I have two new little cats. <laughs> and they're just like the ones you well, one you still already have, which is kind of weird, and then the it's one that not died. Kind of weird, but also, I, can I just say I love the name Sparkle Darth Vader? Yeah, yeah. as the yeah, name so- for a cat, Sparkle Darth Vader. Well. <laughs> You know, Zelda chose, Freddy got to name one, which is Loveheart, and then Zelda was going to get to name the other, so she chose Darth Vader for the black cat, and then Freddy wanted to kind of zhuzh it up a little bit, so she- Uh, I get it, Sparkle Darth Vader. God, I get it, totally. Are you going to call the cat Darth or Sparkle? We're calling him Sparkle Darth right now. Sparkle Darth, okay. yeah. oh, which Gideon, nice. Gideon really wanted to call him Darth Sparkle because Darth is a title, and he was like, "Sparkle Darth doesn't, you know, <laughs> but the kids didn't go for that." But yes, the kids did indeed choose. We, my brother's wedding was um, uh, kind of like hosted by a cat rescue called the Cat Ranch Rescue in Bloomington, Indiana. If you want to donate to a cat rescue, they ha- have like eighty some cats that they give for you know that they that they take care of um and uh my kids saw a little gray cat who looked just like man face and so they chose her first and then they we said you get to pick another one and so they chose a little black cat who looks just like seraphina who is still alive so now we've i love and seraphina's doing okay with the two new additions seraphina's all right i think it's like hey what the fuck hold on a second (laughs) wait a second (laughs) seraphina's a little bit like olivia coleman in the crown you know like Mm. a little bit like um oh quite you know she's just like Mm. she she holds she's the uptight bitch of the home you know Mm. she's the matriarch so she's not thrilled about it but she keeps it close to the vest just like olivia coleman just like olivia coleman would i will have to say though i think a kangaroo in if if you were to ask like what's what would be the most cantankerous challenging just terrible in general pet to have i mean people box kangaroos for like, inter- that's like how I know, you know what I mean? And even their sacks are filled with goo, unlike uh, what, the, what the cartoons would have you believe. So you can't even enjoy the the goo sack. I mean, the babies also, go. The, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Elvis Presley lived in Australia, did he? <laughs> you were going to take a wild animal, not only out of their wild habitat, but out of their complete ecosystem and hemisphere. I'm yep. sure that kangaroo oh, yeah. was not eating what Loved they were supposed it. to be no, eating. not at all. In Elvis no. Presley's uh-huh. home. It's probably peanut a bunch of pills. And banana, and peanut butter and banana sandwiches. <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwiches, the burger and the king. If you ever want to know, watch a documentary about Elvis's eating habits. It'll blow your mind. Speaking <laughs> of kings, um, the reason why I brought up Nicolas Cage before, last but not least, Nicolas Cage had cobras. Had it not hmm. been for the HOA, he might have lo- we might have lost the greatest actor of a generation. Though Cage said his two king cobras kept trying to hypnotize and kill him, he didn't actually get rid of them until the neighbors found out and lodged a complaint. I guess I would complain. I know it. No, I wouldn't complain if my neighbor had a king cobra. I'd be like, that's your fucking deal. If you're worried that the king cobra keeps trying to hypnotize and kill you, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. You should probably get rid of those snakes. But I guess if you don't want to get rid of those snakes, I'm not going to tell you what to do. The only, the only thing is sna- being a friend to a snake a pet owner a lot, mm. um, they tend to get out. Snakes. Uh, yeah, so maybe that's why they were upset about They're it. They're pretty sneaky little guys. They tend They're to. Snake-like. I would come over sometimes and be like, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> by the way, just be really careful." Bertha's Bertha got out. She's just in the house somewhere. I'd be like, "Wait, 
the really mean lizard, like the really angry one, you know what I mean? And and that happened quite often. So, I mean, I'm sure he's got like good snake cage money. This is his fucking name's cage. Yeah, so he's big on the snake cage. On the, yeah, on the cage, hopefully, I would think. But uh, man, something why would you ever? Not. If yeah. they keep trying to hypnotize and kill him, something tells me those snakes are just kind of willing to be in the house. <laughs> I've, I'm <laughs> sure I've told this story before, but um, Gideon, when he was, a kid had a six foot long boa constrictor who um, whose cage was in the guest bedroom. And so when guests would come, they would just put a blanket over the cage and allow the guests to sleep in the bedroom, not knowing that there was a six foot snake also staying in. Oh, bedroom. my God. I mean, I've definitely slept in a room with a snake in a cage several uh, times. Oh, you're talking about your ex? Uh oh, hey. she was a bitch. She was a bitch. She wasn't. <laughs> well, one one was, but yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the was... rest of one wasn't, and I would say the rest of them were. Yeah, I go with that. Yes, one's very sweet. Uh, all right, I think I might. Based on thinking about my exes, sometimes when I think about my exes. Mess with my eyesight. That's right. I oh, think yeah. I'm going blind. Items. Ooh, oh, we, we can't can see them. All right, we got some juicers for you. Oh, I love juicers and I love gushers too. Yeah, well, you're going to gush over this next celebrity like okay. you always do. This A-list superhero who loves to get naked has two women pregnant at the same time. I believe he is still technically married too. Jason Momoa? That's right. Man, man, that lightning sperm fast. must fucking flow. Bro. Yeah, the new Nick, Can the new Nick <laughs> Cannon, you heard it here first. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, I will at least say that it, uh in 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 the same defense that I would do for Nick Cannon's that um it does seem like Jason Momoa is also in an open thing. So mm -hmm. I mean if that's what they're doing and that's what they choose to do. Insemination um, vacation. You know, Nick Cannon, I just don't think I I just don't agree with the the how quickly and how many. Right. But it just um, seems other like than that, many. like at least all of the the women are consenting and it's it is still like um I guess, I mean, I would, if I got knocked up with Jason Momoa's kid, I'd be like, try and get rid of it. Over <laughs> my dead body where you get rid of this super being that lives inside of me. You Sorry, imagine, Jeff, I just got married. Hi, baby, I love you. Could you imagine the kicking, though, that you would feel on yeah. that baby? Whoa. I mean, kick a oh, hole through yeah. your fucking stomach. Yeah. That's going to be a 10-pounder. Yeah, no, oh, you. yeah, for sure. My, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. I want to get plugged up by Jason Momoa. Okay, I'll give birth to a 10-pound baby if it means I get to <laughs> F Jason Momoa. That's fine. Right? <laughs> At least just the ones. Uh, net moving right along, this permanent A-list singer told the waitstaff serving her to put on masks. This wasn't for health reasons, but because she didn't want to look in the, at their faces. <laughs> she thinks it makes for a much better dining experience. Elizabeth Chan, everybody. We all know it's Elizabeth Chan. That's who did it. We know that it's true. It's, it's she not Noel. It's not Mariah it's not either. Mariah? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Right? But interesting for you to assume. I that need is the put on a mask. You put on a mask right. in is, order to look at their faces. That is such a Mariah move. That is it such really a Mariah move. Mariah moves. Uh, but it's not Mariah. Think of other A-list singers. Maybe Madonna. From, maybe from across the pond. From across the pond, eh? a A-list singer. Yes. Wow. The answer is Adele. Wow. I wish I wish nothing but the best for you, but I don't want to see your fucking face. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't feel very Adele, but who knows? I mean, Hello it doesn't feel. the other side. Mm -hmm. But also, the side side of the 
she presents very like Jennifer Lawrence, right? She's like, I'm just a normal robe of the tumble lady. I just love how many cigarettes she smokes. Mm -hmm. She still sounds so amazing. Getting drunk with Prince Harry. Oh my God. Prince Uh, Next Door. Sounds like a fucking Hallmark movie. Um, That makes me sad. I, I doubt it's true. true. Yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, true. that would be sad. But it's in the blinds, so gotta say it. Gotta say it. Have to say it. Yeah, legally man. have to. Yeah, because it's one of the few blinds that don't also, involve sexual. How do we know it wasn't for health reasons? Did she say like put on a mask? But it's not because I'm coronavirus safety concerned. It's because I don't want to see your fucking face. You know, I, I love mean? that. Like, that's also. I feel like it could be that like I she feels more comfortable if they have masks on. Which I mean, I think is still rude. But you know, I I. It can't be because you don't want to look at their faces. It's just like the opposite of like the Ellen thing, right? Where you're not allowed to make eye contact. Like the eyes are out. We just, I just don't want to see the rest the of rest it. Of your <laughs> ugly faces. That's so funny to me. Uh, all right. And to close it out, uh, apparently this married foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor didn't appreciate this foreign-born director hitting on the mistress of the actor and they are no longer friends. Whoa. Yeah, okay, that's wait. right. Okay. Just give give us the map again. So we've got two foreign born. So it's Ooh. a director and an actor. Okay. And the actor has a mistress. Okay. And the mistress was hit on by the horny director, who's notably a horny guy. <laughs> Roman <laughs> Polanski. Roman Polanski. Um, I'll I'll tighten it up a little bit. Uh Woody big, Allen. Big Hollywood blockbuster movie. Um, the one they just worked James on. James Cameron. The one they just worked on came out um, on uh, in theaters, and it's already on streaming. Uh, this will really kind of give it away, but maybe there's superheroes involved. Maybe there's oh, Taika Waititi and who's Rita the actor? Ora? No, oh, no, who's the actor? Well, he's married to Rita Ora now. Yeah, who's the? Well, he act- has a mistress. Uh, the other person has. Oh, a the mistress. other mistress has a. Oh, okay, the Who, other what person. does he direct? Superhero um, movies? Yeah. Go, the, the Hemsworth. The Thor yes. one. The yes. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi. Apparently Taika Waititi hit on Chris Hemsworth's. <gasps> yes. In an apparent but oh. plausibly deniable dig against Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder. I had actually read about this before. Director Taika Waititi franchise star Chris Hemsworth uh, has said that not only will he no longer work with any mad genius directors, quote unquote, but that he is also only interested in returning as the God of Thunder under if, quote, there is something unique and fresh and unexpected to do with the character and the world. Oh, so I was, in my brain, I was like, what do you mean? I thought that because, like, he and Miley Cyrus broke up a long time ago, I was thinking of Liam Hemsworth, uh, yes. not Chris Hemsworth. And Chris yeah. just has a, yeah, and apparently, you know, any of them have a mistress, but yeah, Chris apparently uh, has a lady, no, Taika. No. I also thought you were saying that Taika Waititi hit on Chris Hemsworth. That's why I said yes, please. Because oh, yeah, I because was, I would, oh, I wouldn't be shocked if Rita was like, bring him in. Oh, bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who would? <laughs> I'm getting too horny over here. <laughs> they, seem to have a, they seem to have a lot of fun, uh, Taika and Rita, and they seem to be a bit cheeky and a bit horny, baby. So, uh, yeah, I could definitely see Taika maybe hitting on the mistress. It's pretty fun. I'm too horny from the blind. You got me. I I just I'm I'm now I'm horny for the rest of the episode. There you go. Wow. Yeah. And now Chris Hemsworth is just shitting on Thor Ragnarok. 
Or not Thor Ragnarok, um, Thor for Love and Thunder, whatever the fuck. It's a like. little bit. It seems like maybe that that was kind of the end of their little union for now. I'm not yeah. sure, though. I mean, I saw those comments earlier, but it would be funny if it had nothing to do with, like, their working relationship. And he was just mad that uh, Taika was talking up his mistress. Yes. Be kind of fun. And there you go. I can yeah. see again. Welcome life, back. Life is love and love is life. Yeah, man. You're so right, man. <laughs> thank you so much for your blind items. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for joining us on this, oh, Elizabeth Chan rageful episode of Page 7. I am, I mean, all of my rage goes towards her. And not towards her daughter because it's not her daughter's fault that her name that is she's Noelle. She's bad, yeah. And that she's a collaborator against her will, I will say. And, um, man, we're going to see you guys so soon. Hit up lastpodcastnetwork.com. Go to the front page and get your tickets for the Release the Butthole Cut Tour. You don't even understand. We have written an entire show for you guys. It is not just going to be us standing up there with microphones. Uh, I can't wait to show you this weird concoction that we've created. And we will be at you, Washington, D.C., Brooklyn, and Philly next week. So excited. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can follow us on TikTok at Page7LPN. And you can also come hang out with me. I mean, whenever we're not touring over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie, where we talk about sex on Tuesdays and we play dating game Sims on Sundays and I play just regular Sims on Wednesdays. Uh, does this come out after tomorrow night's stream? Certainly does. Uh, so I thought, check me out, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho, Monday through Friday streams. At least when we're not on the road, lastpodcastnetwork.com for tickets. We're in the East Coast, West Coast, like Jackie just said. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. We've got weekly bonus content for just $5 a month. And for $10 a month, you can join us on Discord for the Jersey Shore Watch Along, which has been an absolute blast. And we are cruising through this season. It's it's unbelievable, uh, this this, uh, this series, rather. I will also say, too, I have been reading Ice Planet Barbarians over on the Patreon, and I don't know how I'm feeling about continuing with it. I might switch it up, and I might, I don't know. What We're going to see after. You know, it's just a little bit more about how, like, the the women are just um, wombs to be filled right. by the daily. Like, it's so all about that. I should read it. I should probably um, I think you would be really into it. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm enjoying it, but I don't know. But also, come take a Listen and let me know if you guys want me to continue to a guy's planet of barbarians. There you go. MJ? My name is MJ, and you can see <laughs> me and my new kittens and my Instagram, which is MJKLCat. And Hell also yeah. on TikTok. So and come join us. TikTok. I'm doing yes. the Megan Trainer dance. God help me. I we you did a great job with the Megan Trainer dance and the cats. But will you ever forgive me? I feel like it's just we don't we don't love Megan Trainer, but No, I, I think it's great. I thought it was right. amazing. No, I do I, like I I've decided aboard. I'm gonna do more choreographed dances because that's my dream. So TikTok is my place. Yes, it is. And now it's time to sing the song. Shout, shout, shout. let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're gonna read them to you. Come on. 
What's up, everybody? Who's ready for some shout outs? And thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page7, seven, seven the number, podcast at gmail.com. I read absolutely everything you guys send in to me, and it puts a smile on my heart. And I love you guys so much, and I love our community so much. Let's kick it off. And we're starting her up with a book shout out. And I just want to say out to the anonymous shout out for the book uh, who thanked me for recommending the Court of series to y'all. I do want to let you guys know that Natalie Jean and I will be putting out a deep dive of the Court of series um, that's going to be coming to you in the next few months. And so like Dune did, we are doing a deep dive into the Court of Thorns and Roses and the rest of the books. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And I just want to say thank you so much for the book house, book house, book shout out is what I meant. On behalf of all of my grubby book sluts out there waiting for more fairy fuckings, am I allowed to shout out some books? The Paladin series by T. Kingfisher delivers fantasy novels that bring the horny content, but also nuanced and entertaining tales of love, magic, and adventure that have become more inclusive and diverse as the series progresses. Hubba hubba, hamina hamina, honk honk honk, get that gooch! Thank you so much for the shout out and um i'm gonna have to check out the paladin series have you guys checked out the paladin series let me know oh we have a lovely shout out from the beautiful cody to the absolutely amazing Brittany. happy almost birthday Brittany. cody says i was hoping to get a special birthday shout out to my smart beautiful and most of all Patient wife, Brittany. She's my rock, and it still amazes me how lucky I am to have finally found my person, even if I drive her absolutely nuts with all my dumb shit and forgetfulness. It's her birthday on December 16th, which is also the date of your Chicago show we will be at. Oh my God, I didn't realize you guys were going to be there for the birthday. That's amazing. Happy almost birthday, Brittany. Anyways, Cody says, big shout outs to everyone in the last podcast network for everything you guys do, and we will see you fuckers in Chicago. Hell yeah, Cody. Can't wait to see you and the beautiful birthday babe, Brittany herself. Happy Elba's birthday, baby. We have another amazing self shout out this time from the absolutely wonderful Jeanette. Jeanette says, this week I have a self shout out and maybe a shout out to the universe in general. My entire family moved across the country from me and have been bugging me to come out there to be with them, but it just hasn't been possible. At the end of last month, I got a referral for a job with my same company much closer to them, and I applied. <gasps> Yesterday, I found out I got the job, and my brother is going to let me stay with his family for a few months while I get settled, and I won $500 in a raffle that I put towards the move, and I turned 28 in exactly 31 days, so all around things are looking up. It's an example of things falling in place all at the right time, but also being open to new opportunities and seizing them. Much love, Jeanette. Hell yeah. Congratulations, Jeanette. You did it. This is so amazing. And your positive energy and knowing that the time will come when it will come helped you. And that makes me, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Oh, congrats and good luck with the move, babe. And oh no, we have so much love that goes out to you, Jay. Jay says, I'm struggling, y'all. I thought Mercury was done drinking the Gatorade or whatever. 
My beloved pug, Dodie, had to be euthanized today due to some hardcore nasty liver issues. She had been struggling for almost a month, and we finally got blood work done with some answers. I don't want to fill this with sadness because I sat and cried with my husband all day before we took her in. So instead, I will tell you about her, in my opinion, way too short life. I found Dodie on an Ohio pug lovers group on Facebook from a lady I got one other pug from. So you could say she's kind of my pug dealer. Yes, you can, Jay. <laughs> Jay says, I'm about the most antisocial person you'll ever meet. And somehow Dodie was the same. My husband and I decided to take her to a big pug event. Pugtoberfest. Can I go to Pugtoberfest? Where everyone in the area brings their pugs and drinks beer and talks to each other about pug things. Dodie found the only couch in the place and made herself at home and refused to let anyone sit with her. And on the way home, Dodie and I both passed out from being socially exhausted. I always make jokes about making her the Jan Brady of our family, and now I'm sitting here crying about Jan Brady. I'm sorry, I'm a little unhinged currently. Thanks for letting me type, of course, Jay. We're always here for you, and thank you so much for telling us about Dodie's life, because now forever and ever, people can listen to this episode and remember Dodie. Big ups to you, big ups to your other pugs, and big ups to the whoever created Pugtoberfest, can we please? And last but not least, I want to give a huge shout out to Ev. Ev wrote in and said, I have to let you know that you three literally helped save my life. I'm from the Midwest, but have family down in Florida. Puke. Sorry, Jackie. Never apologize to me. Puke all you want about Florida. I had some really horrible things happen in my life this year, and my mentally ill brain told me that a mental problem could be solved with a geographical solution. Obviously, that's so wrong. So defying all logic, I went down to Florida where there was a pool so I could drown myself in it. I gave it my best shot, but I had page seven playing on the phone. And just the thought of not being able to hear the celeb news was enough for my brainstem to get my face out of the water. I've been living a good, healthy life since then, but I owe you so much to you guys for giving me another reason to live for these last few months and for the foreseeable future. Of course, I was going to read this on air. I just want to say thank you so much for sending this in. It means more to me than you could ever understand. I'm so happy that you chose to stay with us. And so much love goes out to you. And thank you for sharing something so vulnerable because that's what our community is about. It's remembering that we do have each other, that even at the end of the day, we have each other. And reach out if you need it. Always please do. I love you guys very much from the bottom of my heart. And, um, well, now I'm covered in tears. Isn't that the way a Thursday supposed to begin? I love you guys so much. And hopefully we'll be seeing you in person very soon. Mwah. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Visit a live archaeological dig site on the very grounds where America began. Or walk the fields where our country was won. Live like a colonial by day or track 18th century ghosts by night. For all the history to be found here, there's plenty more to make for yourself. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace.